This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come, we have our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight and the weekend, perhaps. But now let's get into NFL postseason survivor. And last weekend uh, may have been absolutely devastating given the Cowboys loss to the Packers. And maybe to an extent, the Rams may have been a trendy pick as well going up against the Detroit Lions, but the Rams lost as well. So certainly there was some carnage in many postseason survivor pools. But uh, Paul Aspen, as we bring you in here to talk about uh, what to expect for this upcoming weekend, we do have three games where the spread is six and a half or larger one game where we are expecting something close uh but what do uh, the numbers suggest as far as uh how pools have done so far so the pool i'm in spoiler i'm out because i was dumb enough to take the eagles but the process was not taking the chiefs which were going to be popular end up being the most popular pick of the <clears throat> pool and then Cowboys, who I did not trust. Uh, a couple, Only a couple people took them. I thought I was in good shape avoiding them. Joe was on the Browns. One other person was on the Eagles with me. One other person was on the Dolphins. We have one, two, three, four, seven people left. So a smaller pool. But seven people left. Wow. Six of them used the Chiefs last week. So mm. honestly, if like Joe or I got through, we would have been in great shape. Like if you just got through that first round with like – it could have honestly – it's easy to say now, but if like the Eagles collapse, we saw happening before our eyes. It wasn't the Rams as the as the underdog that should have been the survivor pick, but the Bucks could have definitely been one. Um, again, but that was I mean them or the Texans as home dogs. But we have six people left who took the Chiefs. The only other person took the Bills. So it's very interesting. Like that game's off the board for these purposes. Mm-hmm. But even if you're one of the Chiefs people, you have an opportunity now to be contrarian. And it's just, where do you go? Because the Niners, you want to have, at least I would want to have them in my back pocket for the conference title game and or the Super Bowl. Because uh-huh. if you can't make a pick for the Super Bowl, you're out. Um, yeah. I personally, like I would, I mean, these two, honestly, oh, I'm so mad. Because I think the winner of this Chiefs-Bills game is probably the pick. For me, that I would want to keep for the Super Bowl, or at least from the AFC side. And now everyone's kind of going to be forced into the Ravens next week, probably, or find a way around that. So as far as this weekend goes, do you take one of the bigger favorites when they're, you know, the numbers are telling you they're going to be in the conference title game? You probably want to save the Niners and the Ravens for next week. If one's the conference title game, one's the Super Bowl. Um, so everyone's kind of 
in a tough spot. I guess you could take the Lions. I the Lions. Say the I think Lions. Stuff. <laughs> the Lions. The stuff. Lions. Stuff. I wish I'd taken the Lions. Last Joe going to come back but... for that? <laughs> yeah. Is Otherwise, Joe out too? Yeah, Joe took the Brown. So yeah, again, Chiefs Bills is off the board. You got the two big spread games. So honestly, maybe everyone's gonna take the Lions. And yeah. I think we've talked about it all week. The Bucks are the most mm-hmm. likely dog to win. So mm-hmm. do you scary. just take take the Bucks, the Ravens, or yeah? I mean, you could you could go complete opposite and just take the Bucks. Yeah, right. Like, I think you have to focus on that game uh, and nowhere else just because the 49ers have a very easy path to get all the way to the Super Bowl. The Ravens, I think, is a good bit tougher, and certainly the odds reflect that if you look at a Super Bowl championship, conference uh, championship, all of that stuff. So maybe there is an argument to be had for at least taking a flyer on the Ravens if you have to get creative. Uh, But again, you're running that risk of if both of your Super Bowl teams uh, have been chosen and then they get there to the end, you are automatically out. Yeah. So there is that risk there. But yeah, I mean, this doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of wiggle room as far as what your options are. It's who you think will win between the Lions and the Buccaneers, knowing full well they're going to lose to the 49ers in all likelihood. Uh, if Green mm-hmm. Bay pulls off some monumental upset, which, you know, at nine and a half, like it's hard to fathom, but I suppose it can happen, uh, you know, then everything's out of whack at that point. But still, though, it only feels like one game is going to get everyone's attention. And I know it's hard to find game theory in that regard, but still, I, I, I don't, I, I can't get too creative here. You can, I, I agree. That's the only game you can focus on, right? Because then you're just mm-hmm. shooting yourself in the foot. So you either got to take a real, real big risk with the Bucks, or <laughs> if you feel that strongly that the Lions will just win, then there mm-hmm. you go. If you're the, one of these six people that took the Chiefs, do you take the Bills this week? And then you're just banking on the Ravens in the conference championship. You kind of go all AFC, and then you're left holding whatever NFC team in the Super Bowl. I suppose, but that's such a coin flip in that game. Yeah. Like, if, if say, you exactly. have both options available, then, it, I mean, it, it is just such, you know, an up-in-the-air kind of idea. And on top of that, like, either team could very well make a push to the end. Like, I consider right. the Ravens to be more vulnerable one seed. Market certainly agrees with that notion. So if you want to do your coin flip and take your – like, I think if, if there's one thing that I do respect, uh, you know, Paul, with you and Joe and, and the picks that you made, it's that you're probably putting all of your variance on the front end as opposed yeah. to, say, yeah. waiting for the ultimate time when you do have to deal with that coin flip. Maybe you just bite the bullet and you take your coin flip now because it does feel like when it comes to these postseason survivor pools, at some point you have a 50-50 proposition whether you like it or not. That's kind of how the playoff survivor pool seems. Like it's more front-end yeah. stress. Um, and mm-hmm. for me personally, I don't think I could handle the stress of having my survivor pick on that Chiefs Bills game. Like I will be pulling my hair out most likely whereas the Bucks Lions like either way it's a fun story, right? But like that uh-huh. Chiefs Bills like you are stressed out. I I I think I'd be in a bad mood. You're waiting the whole weekend too. Like it's the last game of the weekend yeah. and you're just like it all comes <laughs> down to this. Yeah, I had uh, I had my whole path no. laid out. And it went nowhere, unfortunately. So, 
I've not had much success in the postseason Survivor League. It's it's a little bit tougher. Uh, but again, because you got to take those. I think personally, you've got to take those chances early if you want to try mm-hmm. and be standing at the end. Like you can get through a round or two, mm-hmm. cool. But like that does nothing for you either. So what's the right. payout? Uh, yeah, it was like a hundred a pop. So it's okay. You know, Fifteen. Okay. It like seems that. It's fun nice just because it's, it's so volatile. Bonus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He's got the Is green money right now. How is it for Guadalajara? Put it into the Hamlin fund. You know, we'll see. <laughs> One way oh, yeah, or that thing. It, yeah. it is funny when I was watching the the Bill Steelers game, there there was that shot of Demar Hamlin kind of around the play. Like I, I can't remember what the what the play was exactly, but Hamlin was definitely there, and the replay had him like really front and center and focused. And I'm just like, come on, come back, player of the year. Let's go. I know the votes have already I mean, been tallied, but let's let's use some positive karma here. Damn, what I do I to my you, own person. <laughs> That's all right, Jake. It's fine. You'll be fine. I just, I've had my own personal number three. Yeah. My own personal number three cam for every game Mm -hmm. he has played for the bills. I'm just looking for number three out there on the field. Like when he made that tackle in the one game, I was like, all right. But yeah, you just kind of always see him like running into the screen, like at the end of the play after it's already over. Like, Hey, yeah. that's It's it's like that old meme, like, Pat Bev fool y'all. He just be running around. It's like Demar Hamlin's fooling y'all guys. He's just running around. <laughs> He's just running around. Right. Mike Tirico told me he was the most important player on the special teams group when he was in that game with like two weeks to go. Have heard so that. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Yep. What does Tirico feel about PFF <sighs> grades? Like, can he say that with Chris Collinsworth right next to him? Is that possible? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, one of the like owners of it is a former player who played wide receiver at a very high level. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd like, I would have liked to see, I would love to hear Chris clap back a little bit, like in his own kind of way this week. Like, right. Some people are blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm here for a little, a little snark on Sunday night. If we get it. Be all for that. That would be nice. I did appreciate uh, Ian's response. Uh, we had Ian Arditz on, who used to work at PFF uh, in the last segment. I did appreciate his segment, and I wonder too when it comes to like besmirching analytics in general or PFF grades or whatever dimension you're looking at. To me, it's always consider the source, like the platform JJ Watt was on when he was talking about this, I go, no, this is, this is an old school, you know, conventional platform. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Nobody's going to say anything insightful, whatever. But if somebody who I do trust does have holes, they can poke through when it comes to the arguments for PFF grades, probably likelier to listen to those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that whole conversation is like, is like former player makes like a, you know, oh, if you didn't play the game, comment, and all the former players mm-hmm. pile on, and all their groupies pile on, and it's like, okay, right. cool. There's no like substance to this. It's just like it's a lunchroom. So mm-hmm. great. I mean, it's obviously working as a product, but like, if you're looking for a nuanced discussion, that's not where you're getting it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, especially. Now. But <laughs> no, I would say I think another thing that was interesting. It's it's more off the boardy, but mm-hmm. Nick Bosa throwing a little shade at the Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, and why they lost and how he was not surprised by it, Jay, if we have Jake, Jake, we're, we're eliminating Who's letters Jay? from names, Jake, if we, <laughs> Jay. 
Jake, if we have if that. If you clip. asked me earlier in the oh. year, yeah. Um, but F, as you see the season go on and um, in the playoffs, stopping the run and running the ball uh, is how you win. And those two teams didn't do it very good, so they're out. Hmm. Thanks, Nick. Now, right. like, what what did Ian say? You can run the ball on the 49ers. If Aaron Jones runs for, like, 200 yards, well, okay, 125 yards on that Niners defense and the Packers win, that would be poetic justice. I don't see that necessarily mm-hmm. happening. But it is it is interesting. I noticed that, too, like, as I was talking about, you know, all season, Chiefs' run defense is terrible. Bills' run defense has been bad for a long time. The Eagles' run defense, like, Brad Spielberg, every week would talk about the Cowboys' run defense. But, like, all these – not just playoff teams, but like top seeds and the lack of run defense or the soft run defense. I just wonder as we move forward, like maybe in the playoffs or maybe more towards next year, how we can take advantage of that. Because we've played running mm-hmm. rushing props against like the Chiefs and the Bills, but I just wonder if there's more of an opportunity there. Hmm. What do you think, Aaron? It, also, it just also makes me think how are we like – overlooking the Texans and that they do it well defending the run and Mm -hmm. as a big dog like maybe that will be an advantage when so many other teams don't do it well against a team that's that's such a big part of their identity too yeah go ahead yeah it certainly is and the one concern that I like if you're betting on a side for Texans Ravens the one concern I have is okay Texans run defense is really, really stout. So either the Ravens are going to look at that matchup in a simple way and say, all right, we're just going to pass more fine. Or if they have exotic looks that this Texas run Texans run defense won't be prepared for. I wonder if that means, okay, we've figured out the code. We've cracked the code when it comes to this Texans group. So we are going to run a good bit more. We are going to be successful doing it. And maybe great game script says as much. But still, though, nine and a half is a rather big number if things are going to stay on the ground a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with a quarterback who can sling it, I already bet mm-hmm. Texans nine and a half, so I will not be backing down from my young guns <laughs> here. <laughs> D'Amico is 1-0 in revenge spots in the playoffs. Just putting that trend out there. Another oh, wow. trend of truth. Big, One and oh. Big sample size, too. I like that. Yeah, right? No kidding. We can get a trend of uh, one data point. Why not? We, we're, we break rules here all the time. It's no big deal. Certainly, that makes sense. Low, um, low total yeah, in this game? Any any angle there at 43 and a half? Like, it's, it's obviously under the key number of 44, but, like, is there... I don't know if I'd bet it here, but if we're saying like the Ravens are going to test that run defense and like if Lamar is a little off, we know the numbers there and, you know, coming off like with a little bit of rust and the Texans, you know, we've talked about the Ravens defense all week. They're one of our top power ranked units. Is there, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Aaron, you brought up what the first half under the earlier half in the show. And Ed, yeah. I like wasn't, that. Weren't as I think Ed and I yeah, so. disagree, but Opposite if, if mm-hmm. I had to bet it, that would be my favorite as a first half under. Um, but my favorite bet is Texans plus nine and a half. Wow. Weather By the way. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bill Belichick was minus 110 to go to the Falcons within this past hour, within the last 30 minutes. He is now minus 300 to go to the Atlanta Falcons. So it's happening. I know that. Mm-hmm. Because I had it in my bet slip, 
And now it's minus 300, and it is no longer in my bet slip. Oh, that's wow. a shame. That's too bad. Just yeah. use that tomorrow. Money. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Oh, that's true. Spend it yeah, like you got it. Exactly. This is Back to Well Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight, coming up on the BetQL Network.